your friends. You don't go over there and shake hands, smile, hug their neck. Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Take the running backs to the stands, run up in the stands and slap their mama. Live in the entertainment capital of the world, it's the T.C. Martin Show. It is showtime, baby. Here we go. It's time to get your daily prescription from the doctor, T.C. Martin. Going to be fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. Yeah, give Pitches it, to... it back to Wycheck. He throws it across the field to Dyson. He's got something. 30, He's 40, got something. 50, He's got 40, it. 40, He's got it. 20, 10, He's got it. End zone. Touchdown, Titans. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. The doctor is now in. What kind of excitement are we going to get on Sunday? Eagles and the Chiefs could be a game for the ages, especially virtually a pick and point spread. Appreciate Matt Holt joining us last hour. If you missed that interview, uh, make sure you go to the website at tcmartinshow.com. Wherever you get your podcast, go get it, TC Martin Show. And uh, our terrible Tuesday takes will continue a little bit later on this hour as well. And we hit that pretty hard with the Pro Bowl games and everything that irritates me about the Pro Bowl games and the Super Bowl up on the website as well, too. All right, but right now, let's talk about the game itself. Let's get to the X's and O's from uh, a guy who knows a thing or two about quarterbacks and knows a thing or two about coaching. And uh, we're talking about the head coach. Uh, Houston Nutt joins us now. Houston, what's going on, brother? Not much. Did, did they call you the doctor? That's right. They, they've always called me the doctor because I'm operating right now for you, Houston Nutt. All right. I learned something. I didn't realize you were the doctor. Okay. We've only been, you've been on my show only for what, how many years now? And you're just realizing that. There you go. First time I heard that. First time I heard that preamp, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I, I don't think I've heard that before. There, there you go, man. I got a feel this is going to be, this is going to be coming up in some other sidebar conversations now. So there you go. <laughs> uh, if you need, how's it going? if you need a session, my man, you know, we'll, we'll lay on the couch and, uh, you know, we'll get a, we'll get, we'll get some, uh, some ribs and some chicken and, uh, and there you go, man. I'll, I'll straighten you out. There you go. Okay. All right. Hey, here's the big question is, have you warmed up yet? I mean, we talked to you last week. You were, you were in the freeze oh, yeah. out. I mean, we had NBA games canceled in Dallas. I mean, you were hovering right. around your, your old wooden stove there, man. How are we doing? Yeah. We're doing a whole lot better, my man. Okay. Uh, that, that Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday was rough now. And, and Texas not too good of drivers now when that sleet hits. And uh, I had a few wrecks on the side of the road, but I tell you what, we heated up at 65, 70 degrees last couple of days. Ready. Perfect. Perfect. Listen to you, man. You're look at you. I mean, you're all fired up. I mean, you can hear it. It's like, hey, sunshine's back. Warmth is well, back. Uh, well, hey, I'm fired up for a couple of reasons. One, I'm in I'm in Columbia, Missouri, as we speak. Uh-huh. And I just got through getting I had a nice tour of the facilities here at Missouri on the football side. Uh, Rick Jones was nice enough to show me around. Coach Drinkwitz, real nice. Curtis Looper, who I coached at Oklahoma State, was the assistant coach. But I'm here tonight for basketball. My brother's coaching these Missouri Tigers. And so I get to talk to you today. I get to watch a good game tonight. And I'm getting ready for the Super Bowl on Sunday. Let's go. There you go, man. And I, and I love it. Yeah, the Missouri Tigers, man. I've been keeping an eye 
on on the Tigers uh, this year, and you know, actually, been playing pretty well uh, as well you know, too. For a team that was the team that was picked last now, TC Dennis Gates has yep. done a really good job of putting this team together. They play extremely hard. Now, they're not very big, and that's where they get they can kind of get pushed around a little bit. But I tell you what, they play extremely hard, and when they're hot, watch out now because uh, they're in range when they get off the bus in the parking lot. Uh, they're in range. So you got you guys. Your brother is uh, is uh, Gates's assistant, right? Is that the dealio? Yes. Yeah, yes, that's right. All that's right. the deal. I like that. I like it. Playing South Carolina tonight, so you got a little Gamecock yeah. action. Tigers and Gamecocks. There you go. A tiger should should always uh, destroy a Gamecock. You know that Houston should. You know it should. That's <laughs> what it says on paper. But you better you better come ready, man. <laughs> that's it. And, and, and hey, speaking of college basketball, I'm going to be interested in another game that's going to be happening. I guess uh, to the south of that tonight, a little SEC battle too with uh, your your old Hogs against Kentucky going against Big Blue tonight. That's going to be a heck of a game. And you know, uh, Eric Musselman, a guy I know pretty well because he coached over here at, uh, yeah. at Reno, and then he was with the Sacramento Kings. So he's over there at Arkansas doing a good job. But you got Calipari tonight. That's that's a good one. We got some good basketball tonight. Really do got some good, good, good basketball. That'll be a really good one to watch. Uh, Musman, you know, he's lost a couple of shooters, his players early on, but uh, boy, they've been competing and playing hard. They got uh, a lot of good athleticism now on that foot on that basketball team. All right, so this is a selfish plug, and and I have no shame. So uh, you know, I'm going to ask you, okay? So uh, I I do not have a Missouri Tigers shirt. I've always wanted one. I've liked the black and gold. And see, my, yeah. my routine is every time I go visit a college campus, and I do just like you do, you know, get the tours and all that stuff. I mean, I love that. I mean, that's how I, I like to spend my, my summer mm-hmm. vacations, you know? And, yeah. and just so, here's a, here's a fun fact for you that not too many people know. I came real close to going to the University of Missouri because of their fantastic communications program there. And really? yeah, yeah. And when I was growing up in Sacramento, uh, I decided to stay close to home instead. But, uh, uh, yeah, Missouri always intrigued me, and uh, I've I've never been to the campus. So, Houston, I'm going to ask you. You got to pick up an XL. I, I need I need a black and gold Missouri Tiger shirt. It could be sweatshirt, T-shirt. I'm a, I am a, a I'm a snob though. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a name snob. So don't be getting me no no hand me down at the clearance rack at the Walmart outside. It's got to be from that bookstore or from that athletic office. TC, let me help you right here. Okay, I'm looking. I'm looking right at in a package, an XL, a nice dry fit, black and gold, oh! Missouri Tiger. It's coming to you, dude. Oh, it's coming to you. I'm doing the dance. I'm doing the Tiger dance right world. now. Oh, timing is everything. Wow, and your timing is perfect because I got a couple here, and I'm gonna be unselfish. I'm gonna keep one, and I'm gonna send one to you. If you will send me your address, I'm sending one to you. That is my man. Done. Done deal. Check mark. Check the box. And he goes, Nike dry fit. And get the time. I mean, I, I can't it's answer. Only, it's only going to cost you a Freddy cheeseburger when I get out there. Well, you know, that's what I was going to say. So when you get here, you're going to get your Freddy's. We'll get you some some uh, yeah. some uh, some a nice little steak and uh, some seafood for you. Whatever you want. You know that. I got you. I got okay, you. Okay. Thank you, my man. I appreciate it. Okay. All right, there we go. There's a Missouri fight song. There he goes, a Tiger fight song. <laughs> Who would have known? All right, man. Well, enjoy yourself tonight. All right, so let's talk a little oh, Super Bowl. Uh, yep. I want to talk to you about the quarterbacks, okay? Because I yep. know that you saw these guys both play in college. I want to know, did you see 
Jalen Hurts and even Patrick Mahomes, who came before Jalen. We we know that, but still, these guys are still pretty young in, in their careers here. Did you honestly see this coming from either guy so soon in their pro careers that they'd be in a Super Bowl and playing so darn good? I can't say that. I can't say I, I, I see these guys being a Super Bowl. I can say this. I knew they were winners, and they, they, they were special, special quarterbacks. You knew they'd be very good, and it was sky's limit, staying healthy and all that. But here's the one thing. I, and, again, I watched, watched Jalen more than I did uh, Patrick. But Jalen, what I appreciate about him in this world that we live in today, do you recall now he got benched? He got benched there in the championship game. Tua Tungavaloa comes in, and they win the game. And remember now, all next year, he doesn't leave. He stays there, and that's after he's been a starter. Now he's a backup. Stays there entire, the entire year until when? The championship game yep. in Atlanta. And Nick Saban calls him off, off the bench and says, let's go. And he only does the only, only thing he does is take his team down, puts him in the end zone. And I really appreciate his attitude, the way he hung in there. And then, of course, he went on to Oklahoma. It was very good. But uh, now you fast forward. To me, he's gotten better and better, especially in the passing game. He's gotten better. We all know he can run. You know that. He can run. But, man, you had the weapons of A.J. Brown and, and these guys, these receivers, uh, they get open. I mean, it, it's a handful to cover now. I, I have a lot of respect for Jalen, but um, but to answer your question, I didn't see it. I didn't, I didn't yeah. you know, it's hard to say, hey, he's going to be in the Super Bowl doing that. No, nah, I didn't see it then, but I, I knew that he was very, very good, though. Yep, no doubt. Um, why do you think these guys have been so successful? What are the intangibles with these guys? <laughs> well, number one, uh, I think they're great team players, and yeah. they're unselfish. They work extremely hard. Uh, they put the time in. I think Coach Saban actually told him, you know, when he was the year that he was, bent, you know, he got benched in the, in the off season. They said these are the things you got to work on, and they said all he did was work on it. And I wasn't there, but I'm just going from what I hear. He he worked extremely hard with uh, coverages, anticipation of, of releasing the football, being on time, all those little things, and so. You, you got to give it to them in that way. So the intentions to me, the biggest thing that both these guys have, and I'm I'm curious to kind of get an update on Patrick Mahomes on his ankle. Both these guys can extend plays, and that makes a defensive coordinator go crazy. Right when you think everything, everything is covered up, everything is perfect, we got everything buttoned down. And what does these guys do? Uh, they go and uh, create a play. They create a play by by having this, you know, the, the ability to improvise, the ability to 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 make somebody miss, get out of the pocket, eyes downfield, either go run for the first down or make a big time throw. Yeah, Houston Nutt joins us, former coach, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Boise State, just to name a few. Does a great job, of course, on the college side with CBS Sports. The coaching I want to talk to you about now is Andy Reid. Okay, Mm -hmm. and he's going against his old employer, and we know that. Hey, you've been it. I mean, you know, you 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 leave a program, you good to go. Maybe face them. You know, Andy isn't really saying too much about this, but 
that did not end well for him when he was a head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. He's had a great right. career. He's a you know Hall of Fame career and doing a fantastic job at Kansas City. But but talk about that mindset about yeah. and you okay, this is the biggest game of your life. You know, you're playing yeah. a Super Bowl. It's against the guys that let you go, even though it's been some years, but come on, right. that's gotta stick in the craw a little bit, doesn't it? Without question. Now, you know, Andy Reid is class that come. I never had the privilege to meet him, but I do have some friends that coach with him. And they say he's class, he's smart. He'll, he's going to say all the right things. All those great questions that you would ask or the media would ask, exactly what you're talking about. They, they're going to ask and have already asked about how does it feel playing Philadelphia. You know, they kind of didn't end well. He will say all the right things, but I can promise you, deep down inside, there's one goal. It is a whooping. Yeah. You want to win that game in the worst way. Uh, because hey, look, that's he, he did a lot of great things for Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and I can promise you, his children, his wife, his nephews, niece, whoever it is, I can promise you, I know how they feel. Kill them, wear them out, right? You know, right. pour it on, pour it on. <laughs> that's it. You know, that's going to be the attitude, and that's the attitude. You can't help it. He's a competitor. He's a winner. But again. What's he gonna say in the in the paper and, and on, on the media days? Huh? He's gonna say everything just right. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate everything they've done. Appreciate this. Appreciate. It. But I can promise you, uh, when that when those lights come on and in that meeting room with his assistants, uh, not that he'll verbally say, "Hey, we're gonna do this." He is trying to have his best game plan mm-hmm. of the whole year. And we've seen him be so good in off these bye weeks. Because oh, because he is, I guarantee you he's going to be drawing up something. You know, people talk about the Philly special. You know that that uh, that Doug Peterson ran this thing, and we saw a ring around the rosies or whatever you want to call it, the pocket full of posies with with uh, <laughs> Kansas City a couple of weeks ago, right? So you give Andy Reid that extra time again. He's he's these guys are always drawing up. He's like you. You're you're drawing up all these different formations, right? I guarantee you. The, the Kansas City is going to have something for that Philly defense, right? That that they haven't seen before, right? No question about it. There's no question about it. We all know. Uh, I think Andy Reid is not. If he's not the best, top two, top three, I think he's the best uh, because his creativity, the imagination, the way he gets the ball down the field, and I, he just he just makes it happen. And uh, he's, they're fun to watch, man. They are really fun to watch. And I think Kelsey, the tight end for Patrick Mahomes, he, he, he's the best I've seen as far as just getting north. Not only running great, I mean, perfect routes, great discipline, fundamental routes that create separation, but ever notice every time he gets the ball, hey, you know, a lot of people dance around and do this and that, go sideways. Nope. He's going north, and he always knows where the first down marker is or that touchdown line, that last white line. Uh, he has a great feel for that. You know, I'm glad you brought that up too because let's talk a little bit about the tight end. I mean, is Tra- Travis Kelsey is not your your garden variety tight end. Uh, Goddard isn't either. I mean, we've seen the evolution of this position where it was just a, a blocking guy back in the day. And then, you know, you had some, some good ones going back, like Russ Francis, kind of one of those first guys that you'd say, okay, catch a lot of stuff from Joe Montana. And, but, but now every tight end, it seems like is, you know, uh, you know, is split out or is in a slot or somewhere. Yeah. Talk a little bit about how we got here with the evolution of the tight end. Yeah, it, it, it's amazing. Uh, 
how far that that position has come. You know, usually that used to be back in the back in the day was uh, basically a guard. Yep. That was a guard. But now that the the evolution of this this guy is, and what's amazing is you see a lot of. I saw a lot of when I went and watched AAU basketball when I'd be recruiting. And I watched that. I said, "What's this guy? Uh, he's he's played basketball. He needs to be a tight end. He's six <laughs> foot seven. He's so light on his feet. You see the guy going up and dunk a ball, and you can say, "Hey, you need to be a tight end or a slot back or a flex tight end, man." Mm-hmm. And so you see these guys. So. We've come a long way. These offensive now they're being so created, uh, create creative with this RPO. Everything looks like run. And when you get an athletic guy that is six foot five, six six, six seven, it's just a, it's almost a mismatch against a lot of the linebackers. I know these these linebackers. Are, there's there's athletic linebackers. I know they're fat. I understand that, but there's something about a guy with size that can get open, and when you have a deep threat on the outside, you have a great running back, that's when, to me, it's a dangerous, dangerous offense when you got a tight end that can get up and down the middle, go crossing routes, and then do all these big rub routes and different things, and especially off an RPO. Oh, my gosh. It's just – it's just – it's almost uh, illegal. You can't stop it. Mm-hmm. You know, going back to the the coaching thing and the and the revenge angle. You know, Nick Sirianni's got a little of that in him as well too. Because remember, this guy was on the Kansas City Chiefs staff. I, I believe it was a wide receivers coach, or, and he was not retained by Andy Reid when Andy Reid took over. And I think Andy Reid took over a 2-14 team with the Chiefs, right? Talk a little bit about, from Sirianni's standpoint, about, now, Grant, it's different. A new head coach comes in. You kind of expect, okay, he's going to probably bring his own staff, right? And I don't know, you know, you have been in that situation or not, you know, before you became a head coach or when you you took over. But you know, these these guys, you know, Sirianni's kind of taking this a little personal, too, that's saying, like, hey, I want to beat Andy Reid because he didn't retain me. You know what? I didn't know that. I'm glad you told me that. I didn't know that. Well, that's that, great. That's info. why I'm the doctor. You understand that, right? That's, See? That, that's right. And that's why, why I'll be doctor. wearing a Missouri black and gold shirt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I'm going to tell you this. Ronnie's going to have the same thing, man. Right. After what I just heard, after what you just told me, mm-hmm. guess what? And I could see him even saying maybe sometime here in the next 48 hours, he might even bring it up a little bit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't want that. They didn't want me. Hey, if, I, I wouldn't. Have you been you in know, that situation? Said, no. Have you been in that situation either side I, before? Like what, taking over a team or or an assistant? Hey, you're, you're not coming back, you know? Yeah. No, I hadn't really, I hadn't really been in that situation. Hmm. Uh, the only situation I've been in is the one that you, you know, brought up the first. When you leave a school, and you go back and play that school. Yeah. That that's always that that's that. that <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 full dead game now, especially when you're played there. That That's that's really tough. Oh, no, I know. And I could just see you, man. You're like all fired up and you had your guys oh. ready to b- bounce out of that tunnel, man, to, to win for you as if, well, too. I know. Have you ever heard of, have, you probably hadn't heard, you're probably, have you ever heard of this term, beady eyes, beady eyes? Or beady, I'm not from it's, the South, but, but, but I've heard of beady farmers. eyes. Yep, yep, yep. A lot, lot of a lot of farmers would t- tell their coon dogs, you know, they would say, well, they got his ears. His ears are laid back and he's beady-eyed. That means he's ready to go. 
And so I always think about these guys down at Fort Ice, Arkansas. They use those terms, beady eyes. I can promise you, these coaches will have beady eyes. <laughs> I love it. Here's what I want to know. Are you going to have beady eyes coming Sunday? I want, want to know what is it. You know what's coming. You know what I'm going to ask you. What is on the Houston nut table? What's on the menu? Where are you watching the game? Break it down. Okay, here we go. It's funny you asked that because Diana, yep. my wife, texted me today says, what are you thinking? <laughs> well, Sunday, I'd kind of like to have an idea. I said, there you go, Diana. I like the way you're thinking. Yep. I like the way you're You know food is very important. Some people smoke and drink. Well, let me tell you something. I like to eat, yeah. especially on that day. And so I said, hey, you know, I'm going to usually want to go barbecue. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you want to go something different, I'm all for it. Just let me know if it's if what, what what do you want? You want steak? You want chicken? What do you want? I'm I'm a team player, <laughs> so I put it back to her, and I hadn't heard back. Uh oh. So I'm kind of I'm kind of waiting, but I can I can assure you, it's going to be something really good. But most likely, it will probably be it will probably be some barbecue with a mixture. Hmm. Dynamite yeah. Diana going to work. I knew it. I was going to bring it up. I said, what's which, 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 which she going with? What's she, which she got going? And I know that she's going to be having some desserts going, too. Well, she she usually does the little, you know, the, the cheese dip. She does has a real nice queso cheese dip she oh. makes with a little cheese plates, you know, for the daughters and everything. And I'm more really, I'm, I'm kind of jumping in. I kind of jump over that a little bit. You know, I hear I you. Get fat, yes. Uh, you know, I get cheese anytime. I kind of got to go, you know, I got to get to those rib bones pretty quick or those chicken wings pretty quick. <laughs> you're going, you're like me. You're going right to the main event. That's what I do. Right to the main event. No question. Uh, no question. All right. Before we let you go here, we're going to get the biggest keys to the game and a prediction from you. But let's start. What do you think? What's the biggest keys matchup wise that we got to look for? Because virtually, I mean, I've talked to so many people. Everybody's on different sides of this game, Houston. You can make a case for either squad. Oh, I know, I know, and and I I love where Vegas. You know, you notice I pick up on Vegas uh, lines these days. I never used to do that, but now I pick them up. I pick up on this now. There and you look go. At the, it's, right. almost, it's almost rich, real close now. It's real close, <laughs> real tight. Uh, I think the keys are always this. I think number one is hey, you 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 have two great quarterbacks, but you got to stop the run. You've got to stop the run. Right when you least expect it, you better stop the run first and foremost. Stop the run. Then you can't give up big plays. You can't give up explode. They're going to make plays. These quarterbacks are going to make plays. That's the bottom line. They're playmakers. They're going to make plays. Yep. But you you can't give up the explosive. So you got to you got the team that handles the explosive. Don't can't give up explosive. Can't give up those 25, 30, 40 yard chunk plays. Can't do it. Don't give it up. And you got to protect the ball. I, I, you still haven't answered my question now. Before yep. we get going, Pat Mahomes is is how healthy is he? No, you know he that? yeah he he practiced uh, again yesterday and well uh, today, and they said he's fine uh, again. We know that ankle, high ankle sprain is yep. is no joke, well, and that's a three or four week. But they are saying well, it's as good as it as it can be. Okay. So I think that's translation, you know, maybe 75%, 80%. But they said no ill effects. He said he's running around. He's good. So, yeah. So that to me is, is, and and you're right. That ankle, a high, high ankle sprain is really hard. And, and so to me, you know, Patrick plays different, as you know, you know, when he's Mm -hmm. can't, when he can't run around. And he can't do the side, you know, the blind passes running to the right, throw it over the left. You know, he's different. 
And so he, that means he's in a pocket. So this defensive line now from Philadelphia Eagles is, is really good. And they, they, there's a little bit of an advantage right there if Patrick Mahomes can't move 100%. Because against this group, he needs to be able to move. But saying that, it does slow him down where he he kind of goes through the progressions a little quicker. A little, you know, he stays. He knows he's got to stay in the pocket. So what does he do? Okay, I'm gonna look deep. I'm gonna look here. Boom, Kelsey. I'm gonna look here. I'm gonna look down here. Crossing route. Boom. You know, to me, he's more of that quarterback that's gonna be that. You know, not to say the true drop back, just stationary, but he's not the same. And so he's gonna go through those reads. It slows things down. And I still think he get he, the one thing about. He'll get that ball out of his hands now. Yeah. So I, not to say he's going to get a lot of sacks. I just think the game will be different if he's not 100%. He can't move the way we love to see him move and, and play the game. So I, I think that's going to be the key. It'd be interesting. I'd love to be a fly on the wall on the defense, how they, how, how they would approach this, knowing if he's not 100%, how would they approach this guy? Because uh, you know they're always coaching about hey let's keep him in the pocket keep him in the pocket well guess what he's not going to be looking to move the pocket that much right I don't think so how are you going to so to me it'd be a little bit of a different little tweak in the game plan right there but again it comes back to explosive you know can you stop the explosive play can you take care of the ball and uh, which quarterback's going to take care of the best to me that that to me the bottom line all right final score prediction my man what we got we're putting you down with everybody else here we're talking to this week okay. what do here you got. Go. Here we go. I've been back and forth on this one. I've been back and forth because, you know, I really, I believe in uh, Philadelphia's defense. You know, I believe in Jalen Hurt. You know, I do. I believe in this guy, but I believe in Andy Reid a little bit better. Though, I'm going with Andy Reid and a 37, 33 score, 37, 33 Chiefs. Woo! That's a high scoring affair. Houston Nutt is calling right there. I love it. All right, now. That we're we're taking the predictions, but then you also have to participate in our survey. Now this is a big one now because I, I I've I've got a prediction myself on you right here. Okay, Numchuck and I are on on opposite ends of this. So here we go. Okay. All right. So you realize we got the the Super Bowl halftime show. All right. Yeah. Super Bowl halftime show. You know who's performing at, at, at the halftime show? Rihanna. Yeah, Rihanna. Here's the question. Okay. Honestly. Yeah. Can Houston Nutt name one Rihanna song? No. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. There it is. Dump Chuck, give me the ring of the bell. You made me a wise man. And again, that's why I'm the doctor. There it is. I know my guess. I know my guess. Houston, my, my, I don't get my, it. My daughters would be my daughters, my daughters, my son would probably be upset with dad. I know you know one. I really don't. I don't know one title. My daughters too, exactly. Only reason I know some is because you know when I was coaching my daughter and and driving her around and and to all these the basketball games and softball games in like 2010 and 12 and 30. Rihanna was as hot as can be, so I know those songs. But for the most part, so the reason why this got brought up because we're talking about how these a lot of these uh, halftime shows that 75 percent it's it's my opinion 75 percent of the football fans of the public do not really care or know about these artists when you're talking about a specific genre. Now, you could go country like a Clint Black, it'll be the same way. There'll be people that I don't care about him, you know, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just yeah, think yeah, that yeah, yeah. you know, it that's so but they decide to to go like with one genre for a lot of these shows. I just think that it it tunes like a lot of people out. 
And I think uh, I, I think I think I know the answer to my next question is that you know forty minutes that's a long time for you know halftime. I think you're turning off the TV. You're not going to be like at the edge of the couch, you know, watching you know Patrick Mahomes uh, scramble against this Eagles defense. I think you're going to be going for seconds and thirds during that halftime <laughs> performance. That's what I think. Yes, the doctor knows me. The doctor knows. There That's it right. is. There it is, man. <laughs> My man, enjoy the game tonight, man. Tell your brother hello. We're rooting for him. All right, you let him know this, okay? I don't care. Let him know that we're laying 16 points tonight with the Tigers, okay, to beat those Gamecocks. There it is. Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> hey, we're in Vegas. I can say that. I can say that. I can say that. You can't. Who did you pick real quick? Who did you pick on the Philadelphia Chiefs? Uh, to be honest with you, I, I haven't made up my mind yet. I'm going back and forth. I, seriously, four right. four times yesterday. I told the story yesterday on the show. Four times. I changed my mind just driving to the studio yesterday. And, you know, exactly. I'm getting all this information. Yeah. I'm thinking that. But for yeah. me, real quick, it, it's Andy Reid. It's, yeah. He's going to have something up his sleeve. But I love Jalen Hurts. I think this is – Jalen Hurts will not be rattled. And I think no. that that defense – here, here's the biggest key that, that for me, Houston, and you can comment real quick if you want, but it, it's, I think that that secondary of Kansas City is so, uh, young and inexperienced. I, I'm afraid that, that Devontae Smith, who you know very well, you know, Heisman Trophy winner, Alabama and AJ Brown and these guys and, and the yeah. tight end. I, I think that the Eagles can pick this secondary apart. So I'm kind of yeah. leaning towards the Eagles for that matter. I- I can see why. I was like that on Monday and Tuesday. Right. I understand. But then, but then there's That's Andy you gotta play and Patrick and Kelsey, right? I mean, there's that. So, oh, you know, know, that's it. I'm betting both sides of the game. That's it. I don't know. I, I can't make up my mind. I'm throwing it up in the air. All right, brother. We pre- hey, enjoy, enjoy tonight. Uh, we'll, we'll look forward to seeing you real soon and, uh, and talking to you soon as well. Sounds good. Thanks, okay, brother. Man. Really appreciate it. There he is. Houston Nutt on the campus of the Missouri Tigers going to the basketball game. Yeah. His brother, assistant coach there. Got a cross sport guy. You got to love it. We come back. More Terrible Tuesday takes. The T.C. Martin Show. There's only one thing we know for sure. The Giants of New York took on the Packers of Green Bay. The Dr. T.C. Martin. It was a most ripping victory. By kicking an oblong ball made of pigskin to a big H. The Doctor is now in. It's Terrible Tuesday. That's terrible. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. That's a terrible idea. I want to know what the hell he's smoking. Something stinks in here. That's terrible. <laughs> it's Terrible Tuesday. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. Okay, the Duke-Florida State women's basketball game took place over the weekend. They had a little snafu, though. All right? Players and coaches couldn't figure out why... Both teams weren't shooting the ball very good, especially when you were talking about what Duke was doing. All right. Uh, Carol Lawson, the head coach of uh, Duke, said her players were complaining about the basketball while they went 7 for 34 from the field in the first half. They were 12 for 38 in the second half. Hmm. I wonder why. 
Well, we found out that they played the first half of this ACC women's college basketball game with the men's basketball. Now, for those of you that may not know, men's ball and the women's ball are totally separate. Okay? The women's ball is actually smaller because, you know, women's hands are not as big as the men's. So the circumference of a women's ball is about an inch smaller than the men's ball. And it's typically two ounces lighter. So while it might not seem a lot, it is a huge difference. Uh, Trust me, anyone who's... So I actually coach both boys, girls, men's, women's. And if you're used to playing with a men's ball and then you go to a women's ball, your shot's off. And then once you become used to the women's ball and then you go shoot a men's ball, it's almost like you're throwing a shot put. I mean, it's like a medicine ball. There is a big difference, especially when you touch the ball and you shoot it, you pass it, you dribble it, and you spend so much time you know, with, with the ball. Well... In this game, again, this is an ACC conference championship, or not championship game, but a, a league game, and the referees had the men's ball out. There's no men's ladies doubleheader. It was just they got the wrong ball. But my question here is, why would it take so long for players to know? You know, if you played women's basketball for all these years and you're now in college, you're junior or senior, you know the difference. And nobody said nothing. Now, the game was at Florida State and the home team provides the basketball. It was just very, very strange. But Florida State must play with this ball a little bit more because while Duke shot 7 for 34 from the field, Florida State made 10 of 30. What's that tell you? In the first half. 14 of 31 in the second half. By the way, Duke loses 70 to 57. Now, some big time quotes came out of this game for Carol Lawson, former Olympian, uh, Duke coach, great player. She said, This would never happen in a men's game. I repeat, this would never happen. It's embarrassing for our sport to have a game that in the end of the season could be a difference between a seed and between a title, and she goes, my players don't deserve that, and neither do their players. It's a complete failure. And you can figure out who the people I'm talking about that failed the sport and our players and both teams. Harsh words. Lawson also said that assistant coach Winston Gandy went to the scores table at halftime to check on the ball when he realized what the problem was. She said the game officials change the ball to start the second half. She goes, the officials came back and the league came back and made this statement the next day. We have concluded through our investigation that it was a men's ball. The conference in Florida State is saying that it wasn't. Of course, it was a men's ball. But how can you have this type of disconnect like that? They changed the ball at halftime. All right. Now, if you've seen a basketball, men's or women's, it doesn't say men's or it doesn't say women, but you can definitely tell uh, there. But uh, yeah, for this to happen at the NCAA Division I Atlantic Coast Conference is pretty shocking and, and, and pretty crazy. All right. NBA Kyrie Irving has been officially traded. 
Now, we say officially because we had talked about this a couple days ago that he was going to be going to the Dallas Mavericks, but then all of a sudden, oh, not so fast. And things had to be approved, pass a physical, all that stuff. Well, it's official today that Kyrie Irving is now a member of the Dallas Mavericks. He leaves Brooklyn. He will actually play in tomorrow night's game against the L.A. Clippers. But uh, Luka Donich is out right now. Now, he, he's he's got a little bit of a, a foot problem, so he's not going to play. But what is this going to mean for Mark Cuban? What is this going to mean for the Dallas Mavericks? You got this bozo on your team that is going to be now playing for you. You know he brings drama. Anti-Semitic comments just a couple months ago. He had to go through that. He went through all the other nonsense prior to that. Is this the guy you really want in your team? LeBron James was lobbying for him to come to the Lakers. Lobbied hard. But in the end, the Nets didn't trade him to the Lakers. They traded him to Dallas instead. So pretty crazy uh, on this. But Kyrie Irving now will see what kind of shenanigans and charades that he brings as a member of the Dallas Mavericks. Stay tuned for that. All right. Well, let's see. I want to know what the heck Tom Brady's doing. Now, we saw a picture on Twitter yesterday. And there's a picture of Tom Brady sitting on the edge of his bed. Of course, a picturesque scene there in Florida, we would imagine. Uh, You know, looks like sun's rising or whatever. And Brady is like taking a selfie with his cell phone up with his left hand. He's in his underwear. No shirt. No pants. No socks. Barefoot. Underwear. With his right hand covering his genitalia? The caption that Tom Brady posts on Twitter, did I do it right? And he's hashtagging Julian Edelman or tagging Julian Edelman and Rob Gronkowski and the Brady brand. So Tom Brady has got his own underwear brand. But could you give us a little bit better picture than this? Of Tom Brady just sitting on the bed with his hand like covering his crotch. I mean, it's 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 kind of eerie looking. I don't know. Numchuck, have you gone and decided to go buy any Tom Brady underwear yet? Have you nope. ordered any yet? Nope. What what does that do for you? Does it make you want to go get some Brady brand? No, not at all. <laughs> does it change your opinion of Tom Brady at all? Looking at him on this bed, it, it just looks weird. I mean, you could come up with better marketing than this. Hey, give me, give me the what's 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 the the Duluth Trading Company guy talking about your junk and all that other kind of stuff. I mean, hey, they, they yeah. got some pretty good commercial. They do. Go that routine instead. What am I looking at? Tom Brady sitting on the edge of a bed and a picturesque scene there. Yes, just released underwear, game changing shape retention meets natural. Breathable cotton. Available now in boxers, briefs, and briefs. Oh, boxer briefs and briefs. Shop now. Brady underwear. And then he's got some other pictures. Is this him like posing? Or some what it, is this? It, that's a model. That's a that, model. So he, he posted 40 40k 
and I'll recreate these photos. 40k and was, likes and I'll recreate these photos. And that was a while back. Yeah, there so, you go. So and then how many has he got? The comments in that are hilarious. Yeah. If you looked at like the first one says we haven't forgot this and it's the uh dra- the combine day mm-hmm. where he's just in his shirt where he's just in his boxers. Right. Greatest thing. <laughs> uh OnlyFans next. Time to mute and unfollow. We got you. Damn it, Tom. Stop being hilarious on Twitter. And we're seeing bulges. I, 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 yeah. Tom Brady underwear. That's how he wants to market it. Wow. Craziness. All right. All right. The XFL is coming to Las Vegas. A lot of people are aware of that, right? However, the Vegas Vipers are getting a little bit of pushback here because of their marketing right now. So the Vegas Vipers post this on Twitter. Game days greater than game day. Get your season tickets today. Tickets start at $20 per seat per game. Vegas Vipers. Nowhere on here does it say XFL. Nowhere on here does it say football. Nowhere does it have any dates of games, opponents, or whatever. But the Vegas Vipers, 2023 schedule is out, and the Vipers kick off February 18th. Get your season tickets now, and then that's the logo that we've seen. So, they've been coming under a little scrutiny. Let's read some of the comments that people posted on their Twitter page. I've been trying to buy season tickets for a month. It won't let me. Says they aren't available. I've even reached out to you guys and you never heard anything back. Wow. Uh, attention, PR department. Maybe you should mention what sport this is. Next up. I think the logo is terrible. Uh, just stop with all these teams. Next up. Okay, everybody. That's asking about the Vegas Vipers. I looked it up and here you go. The Vegas Vipers are a professional American football team based in Las Vegas, Nevada. The team is owned and operated member of the XFL, owned by Redbird Capital Partners, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Danny Garcia's Alpha Aquio, LLC. Another one says, with the history of the startup leagues, I choose not to purchase season tickets. Would buy single game tickets, but since it appears Vegas is... The only team not offering that option it is looking like I will pass on the entire deal as I want to know in advance that I have tickets and not to have purchased them on game day. More tweets. My God, what are you worried about? Them selling out? How are these desert dogs doing? No one will be there after the first game. Just saying. What sport is this? Another person tweets out. This could... They could beat the Raiders. <laughs> Where are they going to be playing? How can Vegas have an XFL team yet not play a game in Vegas? It's a pretty good point because they're practicing right now in Dallas. But and they are playing here. They are playing here. Aren't they playing but re- at... But remember in the, that last goofy league where all the games in Birmingham? Yeah. Yeah. By reading this random post, I'm still trying to figure out what sport this is. Where are their games being played at? So those are the comments. And those are fair comments. And I'm not here to trash this team. The Vegas Vipers are not at all. I mean, but 
If you're a football fan, you are getting kind of sick and tired of these startup leagues, whether it's XFL, the USFL, over and over, and everything else that's been going on, the Arena Football League. And it it is tough to get behind this and watch. But you have to do a better job of marketing and explain how you can get tickets, where you can get tickets. If people are trying to buy tickets, then you have to have links and stuff that work on your websites. So I'm sure they'll get it fixed, but this is not a good look uh, for any team. And again, you know, a lot of times less is more in the XFL trying to do things here that, you know, spring football again. We've talked about it before that it's a hard sell to fans. And I don't know what the attendance is going to be like, but nobody really even knows where these games are at. Aren't they at Sam Boyd? Isn't that, I think that's what I've heard. Sam Boyd doesn't is not in in existence anymore. Remember that? No, not not Sam, not um Cashman. Cashman Field. I think Cashman is what I've heard. Sorry, okay. not Sam Boyd. But you've heard. You think? Think. You know what I mean? Again. So yeah, yeah. That's that's too bad. I, you know, it, it would be great to to have this be successful, but it is a hard sell to fans, as we know. No doubt about it. All right. All right. Terrible Tuesday takes. So we've had some good stuff. We've had some bad stuff regarding the Super Bowl week and the Super Bowl hype. Well, we've got some audio to play up. All right. We talked about the questions that were asked at the media day yesterday. Here's the best and the worst from last night's Super Bowl media night. I got him as my uh, screensaver, as, as Fat Batman. Yeah, that's how much of an inspiration he is to me, man. Can't, you can't tell my mom anything right now. She's an absolute superstar. Um, and I just appreciate everybody uh, kind of jumping on train and, and, and letting her have as much fun as she's been having because it's been cool to see her in that light. I like I like all the Rocky soundtracks and all the songs there. So, the Fly Eagles Fly thing's pretty awesome, too. I mean, I got a two-year-old who before, he just turned three, and before he really even could talk, he still knew that song. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! I don't know, I'm out of here. I'm not talking to any more mayors from this point on, man. Andy Reid has the best impression of my voice. Um, he doesn't do it in front of a lot of people, thanks, thankfully, but Andy Reid for sure has the best impression of my voice. You've got to let the voice crack just a little bit, but he's got a one, you know, that's a unique voice he has. Viva la Mexico! Do I, do I put the line or do I just say Viva Mexico? <laughs> my Spanish teachers are all cringing at how bad I'm doing right now. I, uh, muy bien. I'm lost. The quarterbacks that came before me, Shaq Harris, Doug Williams, that laid the foundation for me to be in this position. Um, I, and it goes across all sports. If you think about Jackie Robinson and people that broke the color barrier in, in baseball, um, I, I wouldn't be standing here today if it wasn't for them. And so I think about that all the time. And and uh, to be lucky enough to be in this position and to play against another great guy like Jalen, it's going to be a special moment. It's very special. You know, I told those guys when I'm – I told Randall, I told Donovan, I told Mike, I just want to carry that torch in the right way. Um, and it's, it's just the beginning. I'm a fat boy. I love barbecue. <laughs> Cheese steaks are really good, though, so don't quote me on that. I heard some mixed rumors about Philly, the Philly cheesesteak. I think, honestly, I think the best, the best Philly cheesesteaks are not in Philly, to be honest. Um, I grew up on In-N-Out. Um, but I've had a few Five Guys, <laughs> and the Shake Shack. You know, I no, I don't turn any of them away. <laughs> v 
Viva Mexico! <laughs> Andy, why didn't you mention Freddy's? I know you've been to Freddy's, Andy. I know it. They got it there in Kansas City. No question about it. Yeah, this is the best and the worst of the media night last night. But yeah, I still can't get over that. Somebody's asking uh, Nick Seriani, uh, yeah, which one of your players would you, you know, let date your daughter? Your daughter's five years old. Just insane. And I, I get it. Granted, said later on, like, well, you know, when they get older. Just craziness. All right. All right. Yeah. Plenty of uh, terrible Tuesday uh, takes for you today as well, too. So hopefully uh, you enjoyed that Pro Bowl games and the Super Bowl. All right. Uh, we continue on here. Uh, and remember that we've got plenty uh, of Super Bowl coverage previews for you. We will be at the Westgate on Thursday and Friday with that. So make sure that you come on out, see the show live on Thursday. Oscar Goodman will be joining us. That's right. The former mayor of Las Vegas. Oh, the stories that Oscar has. That'll be uh, fun. Will the showgirls be in attendance? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see with that. But Oscar will be joining us. Scott Spritzer, Marco D'Angelo, Jay Schrader. Uh, then our good friends at the Westgate, Jay Cornegay, the vice president of Sportsbook Operations, the executive director, John Murray. And we'll be breaking all of it down for you the next three days. But we will be at the Westgate of Las Vegas on Thursday and Friday as well, too. All right. And if you want to go see Cool in the Gang, all right, we got tickets for Friday and Saturday night. We're going to hit you out with a little Blues Brothers on the way out because we were talking about halftime show. We'll do that. But if you want to go to Cool in the Gang, give us a call or the Comedy Cabaret. I got tickets. I want to dish out to you now. 702-221-7283. 702-221-7283. And we will put you at the concert Friday or Saturday night at uh, the International Theater at the Westgate for Cool in the Gang. And then the Comedy Cabaret that kicks off Thursday night at 10 p.m. at the Westgate Las Vegas as well, too. All right. And also, I want to mention that Candace Parker coming to the Aces. All right. Got a chance to uh, speak with her today. Uh, had her introductory press conference today. Uh, great speaking with CP3, or as I like to say, the real CP3, right? The original CP3, Candace Parker. Um, she's looking forward to this. She is all in. She can hardly wait. She'll be here for training camp. And uh, she's out in Atlanta, Georgia, just spending a lot of time with family right now. But uh, she is excited to play with the Las Vegas Aces. She is going to fit in like a glove. This is going to be a fantastic Las Vegas Aces season. So if you haven't got your tickets yet, get your season tickets at LVAces.com. All right, but uh, great talking to Candace Parker today. She'll be coming on the show as uh, we approach training camp and the beginning of the season, which takes place in May. All right, so we look forward to that. But uh, shout out to Candace Parker and, of course, Natalie Williams. We had her on the show, as you know, last week. Great, great stuff there. And getting Candace Parker, Alicia Clark, and, uh, and others to join this Las Vegas Aces already stacked team as the Aces try to go back-to-back. All right, I want to thank Matt Holt for joining us today. Also, Houston Nut, great stuff there. If you missed any part of the show, go to the website, check out the interview pages, check out the homepage, check everything out there, and all of our Super Bowl coverage as well, too, at tcmartinshow.com. And wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Apple, it's Spotify, you name it, go get it, or you can... Go get 
the show through the website as well at tcmartinshow.com. For Dubchuck, TC saying so long. Tomorrow, Trevor Maddox, Steve Berline, a whole lot more as we count it down to Super Sunday. Big game. Big game. Super Bowl. 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 Big game. Super Bowl.